you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Second to your bed, the sofa is where you'll spend the most time in your apartment, if you're anything like me. So I definitely think you should really consider what you're choosing and how much you're spending. I'm Betsy Helmuth, and today's episode is all about sofa secrets. So my awesome tip of the day is that your sofa should be 80 to 90 inches long because I want you to spend a good fraction of your budget on this sofa. So, you know, everybody's budget is different, but just take a fraction and make it significant, 25%, 50% in some cases, and spend that on your sofa. I want it to be so awesome and comfortable for you. And that means that if you're spending a lot on your sofa, you're going to want to take it with you. You're going to hope that it translates to your next apartment, your next home. And in the tri-state area, the best size is 80 to 90 inches long. It's almost always going to go with you. And so it can be your good buddy, your little roommate from place to place. So that's my awesome tip of the day. And now we have some listener questions all about couches. I'm trying to purchase a new couch and really like the look of just a crisp white linen couch, but I'm worried about keeping it clean. Are there any specific fabrics or designers that you recommend, or is it probably better to invest in an alternative like a leather couch? Oh my goodness, Sarah, that is the age-old question. Linen versus leather. Well, I've got some advice. Of course I do. First things first, I don't know much about you. I wish I knew more, Sarah. Do you have kids? Do you have friends? Do you have pets? If you have kids, friends or pets, you may not have a white linen sofa, I'm sorry, because it's gonna get so dirty and gross. Because unless you are a single woman who never has anyone over and never does anything naughty yourself, like drink wine on your couch, like I maybe do, or eat snacks on your couch, like I definitely do, then you can't have a white linen sofa and have it last more than like a year without looking craptastic. Additionally, I don't know, but if you live in New York City, no white upholstered sofas because they get so dirty. Our city is just innately dirty. Like if you wipe your windowsills down, you'll see black soot and that stuff just comes in and it gets on your stuff. So I don't recommend anything white that you can't hose down. And of course, we're not doing white leather sofa. That's so 1983, Sarah. 
So no white linen. The other thing I don't like about linen, no matter what the color, is it wrinkles. So it's like those great linen pants that you wear to the Hamptons. I'm just imagining you go to the Hamptons because you sound amazing, Sarah. Um, but you know how they get wrinkly when you sit on your picnic bench to have a picnic at the Hamptons? I'm just living vicariously, you know. Sometimes I go to Montauk. I don't own anything linen. Too wrinkly. And sometimes it looks a little saggy baggy. You know, those Pottery Barn linen sofas, they just look schlumpy and they don't look cute, tight, and clean. So no linen and no leather. That's right, you heard me, no leather. There are three reasons I hate leather sofas. And I rarely use that strong word, hate. I hate leather sofas because they're expensive. I don't want you getting pleather. Like I said, it's not 1983. So you're gonna have to buy real leather, which is just a budget buster. The second thing I don't like about leather is that it scratches. So sure, a fabric sofa stains, but sometimes you can get it out. A leather sofa, once it's scratched, good luck with that. And maybe you're going for that distressed patina, but most of us don't want big scratches from like the grommets on our jeans. You know those? That will scratch your leather sofa. Oh my gosh. But the main reason I don't like a leather sofa is just a designer pet peeve. It becomes a slip and slide for your throw pillows. So try putting throw pillows on either side of that leather sofa. Try putting a cozy throw blanket on the back. It's going to slide right to the center of the sofa. It's too slippery. And so things in terms of accents don't stay where I put them. That makes me very angsty. So you're wondering, you're wondering, Sarah, what am I going to do? Betsy doesn't want me to have a couch. And it's so untrue. I want you to have an amazing couch that is mid-tone. So I love a mid-tone color like putty, taupe, stone. The more boring the descriptor in terms of the color choice, the better I'm going to like it. Beige. Yeah, these are words that I really love for sofa because if you go for navy, burgundy, plum, it's just not going to have longevity in terms of style. I would get really tired of a plum sofa after about a year and a half, and I want your sofa to last you five years, maybe 10 years. So the next thing that I want you to think about is that you want to get a nice fabric. Oh, you know what the last thing I don't like about leather? Oh, I've forgotten. This one's so important. It doesn't breathe. So if I'm laying on it to watch like a hoarder's marathon, which I do, oh my gosh, I'm addicted. If I'm laying on it to watch my hoarder's marathon, I'm going to get sweaty and it's going to stick and not feel comfortable because you know I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt at home. So, you know, your skin sticks to leather. I prefer a fabric, a polyester blend. I even like some performance fabrics, not micro suede, but there's great performance velvets, there's great cotton blends. So I just don't like leather and I don't like linen. So go for that performance fabric or just a nice blend that's in a mid-tone color. See, I am gonna let you get a sofa and it's going to be great. So thanks so much, Sarah. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. 
You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Now we're ready for our next question from Kevin. Uh, hey, Betsy, this is uh, Kevin. I was just wondering about a... Uh, like affordable sofas. I just moved into a new apartment and I don't have a lot of money, but I really kind of just don't want to do the Ikea thing, which I see a lot of other people, my friends do. And I just don't, do you have any other brands that are uh, around the similar price range that are just as, you know, trendy or whatever that you would recommend? Thanks so much. Kevin, I hear what you're saying, and I want you to have a sofa that's wonderful, but on a budget. And I agree with your assessment that Ikea can be touch and go. A little bit questionable. Uh, so I'm highly recommending Macy's. Macy's has amazing sofas, a huge selection of styles, and they have great price points. Now, of course, you're going to want to catch a Macy's sale because you can get sofas as low as $499. And of course, it goes upwards from there. But they have sectionals. They have chaise sofas. They have sleeper sofas, just standard sofas. They have a lot of mid-century modern styles, which I am currently crushing on. I know I've told you not to get a colorful sofa, but there is a teal mid-century sofa at Macy's that needs to be in my life. I don't care if I hate it in two years. I need it now. Sorry, TMI. Um, and they have great little tufted sofas, which may not be your style, Kevin, but a lot of the ladies I design for love a good tufted sofa. They even have a beautiful Chesterfield. I forgot about that. That's like $12.99, which is just a crazy price point for such a nice sofa. So check out Macy's. If you're shopping in New York City, their 34th Street store has a big showroom on the ninth floor where you can sit on everything, jump on everything, because you never want to buy a sofa until you've sat on it. So that's my two cents, Kevin. Go to Macy's. Design. TMI. So now it's time for the design TMI. Kevin, I heard you. I heard you when you said you didn't like Ikea, and I pretty much agree with you. Ikea can be foamy and dense, but when I was shopping for a sofa with my husband, I said, we are going to spare no expense. We are going to leave no stone unturned, and I want us to start at my favorite store, Room and Board, which happens to be a little bit pricey, but this is the place we're going to spend most of our time, and so I want it to be a home run. We tried everything at Room and Board. My butt liked it. His butt didn't like it. We couldn't find a good but compromise. So we go to Crate and Barrel. So we go to West Elm. So we exhaust everything I can think of, including Macy's. And none of us, and by none of us, I mean both of us, we couldn't agree. And so finally, we wind up at Ikea. We go there for like dishes, silverware, and we wind up sitting on some sofas. Because I was like, no, no, we are not getting a sofa from Ikea. I don't care. But you know, you walk in, you go on the tour, and you get tired, you sit on a sofa. We fell in love. It was love at first sit. We wound up buying 
the IKEA Kivik sofa, and it has changed my life. And it's my best friend, besides my husband, of course. Uh, I spend more time with my sofa than I do my husband, FYI. He works a lot. Uh, so it's my best friend, it's my other spouse, and it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. It has a um, zipped on slipcover, which I just take off, throw in the wash. It looks as beautiful as the day it was bought. I sleep on the sofa. You know, just when I fall asleep napping, not because I'm in trouble with my husband or anything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. Um, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Now, I don't know if they have it anymore. That's the catch. I think they've discontinued it. Why? So there is one other amazing sofa at Ikea that is not only fantastic, it's a game changer. If you want an amazing sectional for under $1,000, you need to shop at Ikea for their Ektorp sectional, E-K-T-O-R-P. Wonderful, so comfortable, the best family sofa money can buy. And again, it's got the zippered slip cover. So it doesn't look schlumpy dumpy like most slip covers. It goes on and is tailor made for each cushion and you can buy the cover separately. So if it does get destroyed, you can always get a new one at a fraction of the price of a new sofa. So you can knock Ikea all you want, but they are 80% crap and 20% gold. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has been an enlightening episode. If you have questions for me about Ikea, about seating, I'm here for you. Feel free to email me at Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com. And if you're listening, hopefully you've caught us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And if you have, please rate and review us. If you like what you hear, we could use a little bit of uh, love. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next time. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.